0: I'm Court and I'm Kate, and you're listening to another episode of The Castle, Castle. Chat. Hey, friends, and welcome back to another episode of our Disney themed podcast. Today, we are continuing our nine part series based on the Enneagram personality types, but with a Disney twist. We are calling this the Disneyagram. Whether or not you know your type, we hope these episodes help you better understand yourself, your friends, and your favorite Disney characters want to experience more magic with us outside of this episode be sure to follow us on all socials at the castle chat if you love what you hear please leave us a rating or review on apple or spotify so we can continue to build this community are you ready to jump into the episode let's chat about it Oh my gosh we are on our final third of the disneyagram i cannot believe it this has been such a fun journey so far we hope you guys have been enjoying it as well we are big lovers of the enneagram so this is just an exciting time
1: It is an exciting time and an exciting episode. We are here to talk to you about the disney type 7, the enthusiast.
0: Oh my gosh, and there are a lot of you out there. When we were um, asking for responses and asking questions for the Enneagram, I saw tons of 7s in our DMs. It was crazy. I'm like, okay, so Disney people, there's a lot of 7s of you out there. You guys are... The enthusiasts, you're fun, you're, you have a lot of FOMO, you are want to go out and experience all the things in life, and it makes total sense with if you're a Disney adult. So I feel like there
1: are so many reasons to be a Disney adult that's a type 7. Theme parks in general, I think, are great places for 7s to be. There are a ton of exciting things, and it's a place where you can go, and there's little that you can do wrong.
0: Exactly. It's like a 7s playground. It's so yes. exciting for them, so... If you're not sure what the Enneagram is, or what's a type seven, what's the enthusiast, don't worry, we are here to break it all down for you and provide a little bit of a Disney twist. We are gonna be explaining all about what the Enneagram is, what type seven is, their motivations, their fears, what their inner child is, as well as Disney characters that fit this type, and then follower commentary. We asked you guys some questions, so we'll get to hear live responses submitted by you guys, and maybe even some trip tips on what it should take if you are going on a Disney trip and you're a type seven or traveling with a type seven. What are some tips are good that are good for you to know on your next Disney trip? So, Caitlin, are we ready to jump in and explain what the enneagram is i've never been more enthusiastic oh my gosh it's so perfect okay you you go ahead and kick us off what is the enneagram for those that are just joining us or maybe um still need a good reminder of what this all is about
1: Well, the Enneagram, if you guys have been following along, you are well aware, well versed, you probably got this memorized by now, um, is a set of numbers one through nine that is meant to be a personality typing where you fit one of the numbers Um, with the Enneagram. It's different than other personality testing because what it is doing is looking for your motives and reasons why you behave the way you do, not um, giving you a stereotypical behavior yourself. It's what is it, what is the reason why you would do something or why you would feel a particular way? And then it also looks at where do you process when you are interpreting or experiencing the world around you? How are you taking in information and processing it? Are you doing it emotionally through your heart? Are you doing it logically through your head? Or is it a gut response and something that you just feel in your body? And so there are different categories that these numbers are broken down into. We are rounding out the head types today.
0: Yes, we are. Our head types are 5, 6, and 7. So if you have been listening to our past couple of episodes, you've really been hearing us talk about what it means to process information through your brain. Um, these people, the types 5, 6, and 7, that's where they feel things first. They're big thinkers. They are emotional, I think, but they also are thinking very logically and that's a very important part of being a five, a six, and a seven. So I'm excited for us to round out this head type before we head into our body types again. So if you do not know what the head type is, like I just said, it's where you feel things first. Also, head types depend on their intellectual intelligence to make sense of things and navigate the world around them. So sevens, big thinkers, they also are thinking a lot about, man, how do I be a part of something at all times? How can I fill my schedule? How can I not experience uh, FOMO? Like they want to to be a part of everything. So they're thinking about that constantly. And that's just a little preview of kind of what sevens are. But the Enneagram is such a fun way to really look at your personality in a different way. The, uh, The Enneagram is definitely different than other personality tests I've taken in the past. And it's fun to learn these things about yourself but just a reminder we are not experts we enjoy the enneagram we are passionate about it and we have done our research but we do not have a degree in you know being enneagram <laughs> experts so definitely listen to the experts and enjoy our fun content and we hope that after this episode you have learned a little bit more about yourself or your friends or your disney characters that you love and care about and see all the time on your tv screen so I say let's kind of talk about sevens specifically, what their core motivation is, their core desires and fears, and that inner child. Let's break down some of those aspects. Does that sound good? Sounds wonderful.
1: Let's kick it off with core um, desires or motivations for the seven. Start positive. Um, so for the seven, more than anything in the world, they want to feel like they've got stuff going on. They don't want to be bored. They don't want to feel uninspired. And the true desire that they have is to feel satisfied or fulfilled in their life. And so in order to seek that out and feel like they are living a fulfilled or satisfactory life, they go out and they do everything. They try everything because they don't want to be feeling like they didn't explore a particular avenue and missed out on what could have really satisfied them.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. They want to experience everything that life has to offer while also avoiding pain and boredom. So these are the type of people that, (laughs) I'm not going to say they're the people that run away from their problems, but if like pain pops up in their life, they're like, okay, I'm just going to go mask it with like busyness or um, going to Disney or whatever that is. And that's totally you know I mean to each their own I do that a lot I carry into my wing seven very heavily Um, but we are the people that make ourselves very busy to avoid thinking or feeling
1: Yes. And with the type seven and doing a little bit of research, what I found interesting, because when you think of a type seven, you think of them being maybe impulsive or spontaneous, uh, or like Court said, very busy, always doing that, saying yes, either. Yes, people. Yeah, I want to go. Yes, let's do this. Oh, I didn't have plans tonight, but you want to spontaneously go do this. I'm in. Um, And what's interesting about the seven and where they fall within the head types is that when you think head type you think of somebody that is intellectual logical running through all the things in their head and then when you think of spontaneity and impulsivity you're not really sure how that fits a type 7 but for the type 7 in their description of their head type is they are actually making plans and coming up with ideas and then in their mind, anticipating what those things are. And so their head processing is actually that busyness of like, I yeah. got to do this. I got to make the plan. Now I have these plans. Okay, what am I going to wear? I'm so excited or I'm nervous. And their, their head type, their version of a head type, I think is very different than a five or a six in that what they're doing with their mind is creating things for them to do.
0: Yeah. I mean, when you think about sevens wanting to be a part of so many different things, obviously their deepest fear would be getting stuck in a rut and missing out on those items. They cope with that fear by constantly seeking out some uh, exciting and fun opportunities, which I, oh God, it's like so crazy reading all these little notes because if you listened to last week, you found out I am a type six. But my seven wing is so strong and I feel like I bounce back and forth a lot between the six and the seven. I talked about last week having that like angel and devil on my shoulder where my six is telling me like, don't take risks. Don't like stick to your routine. Everything's fine. This is what is secure and good. And then my seven's like, let's go do something that we've never done before and experience life. And like, who cares? Let's go like, just love on everything, and my brain is like, what do I do I'm just in a crisis, so it's it really is that like back and forth, which is crazy she is Rapunzel i am i literally i am Rapunzel i that is that oh, that's such a compliment honestly I feel so honored by that we talked about we need it to a grow little my bit. hair a little bit longer
1: okay. <laughs> no your your post Post-trim Punzi. Oh my
0: gosh, yeah. I'm the, I'm the brunette. I'm the brunette Punzi
1: afterwards. Yes. So. We talked about Punzi a little bit in our last episode. We'll touch on her again, but that was just the way you were describing that. I was like, that that is Rapunzel. Yeah.
0: I feel like I have these like bursts of spontaneity where well I'll be like sitting still and I'll like I'll look at Jed and I'll be like let's go to the beach and he's like we're like just sitting here watching tv like why what like he like his brain can't really wrap around it." and I'm like but like it's a it's a sunny day we should be at the beach because we just should be because it's sunny and he's like okay sure so I definitely my brain will just like things will pop up where it's like let's go do this let's go do that because if we don't like maybe tomorrow it'll be raining and we would have missed our sunny day and I don't want to miss out on that yeah, I totally
1: understand that. My I have a sister that is a five four, four five lean, but then I also have a sister that is a seven. She's definitely a seven. Um, and that is also her where it's like, oh, if we don't go now though, like will we ever be able to do it again? And so we yep. have to go. <laughs> I really do. And to that. um I I love that about sevens because it pulls me out of my comfort zone sometimes when I have friends that are like that where they're like, Do you wanna go do this tonight? And I'm like But it's tonight, and I'm already in my PJs, and I'm on my couch.
0: And I didn't have plans, but I guess I could have plans. I also feel like I just casually mentioned going to the beach. We do live um, on the coast of North Carolina, so going to the beach is really like a 15-minute drive for us. It's not like we're packing up our stuff and like driving halfway across the state. So uh, I feel like we... We are very honored to to just get in our car and drive 15 minutes to go to the beach. I just figured out it's worth mentioning because some people are probably like, oh my gosh, she just like sits on our couch and randomly is like, let's go to the beach like right now. And, but we do live at the beach. So. Yes. The beach is down the street from us. It's, so yes,
1: we are our little city. This is a an aside, but our city sits between a river and an ocean. Um, and so we are literally surrounded by
0: water, um, which mm-hmm. is we're almost an island, but we're not. It's like we're just little Moana's all out here. I know. We're water babies. (laughs) We're water babies. Come visit us. Come hang. We would love to have you. So, all right. Back to Enneagram 7s. Okay. Some other things about them. Like we said, they're always on the goal. On the goal, on the go, <laughs> they're always on the they, goal. They probably have some goals, <laughs> or they're like all I could, vi- all I could picture was like a like a goalie, like uh. in soccer. <laughs> like they're always on the goal. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. They are always in the goal. <laughs> they are always on the go. They keep themselves busy. Their schedule is packed. They have many ongoing creative and professional projects. So they are the ones that just, if you were to look at their planner, um, get a planner from Lost Weekend Co., you know. But if they're looking at that planner you would see it would just be packed from monday to friday to saturday to sunday oh yes and that's what they fill their brain with is all of the plans that are in their
1: planner and how they're going to get there who they're going with and they are certainly busy but i think there's something really neat about sevens and that that busyness and all the things on their schedule they are like glowing and excited and the I don't know if they're the best versions of themselves when they're busying themselves. Maybe they are pushing some things aside, um, but their like, curiosity and vivaciousness to experience the world is electric. And so I'm sure that so many of you out there that aren't sevens have a seven in your life because you are naturally attracted to those people who are fun-loving, excited,
0: spontaneous,
1: want to have all the fun in the world.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's... It's still like wild. I feel like sometimes I literally feel like I'm a seven wing six, and then some days I feel like I'm a six wing seven, but because it comes from like, I. And the type of person that does pack my schedule, but I'm really excited about all the things that I have on there. I overcommit to things, but I, cause I have these passions that I want to be a part of and I enjoy them and I don't want them to, to stop. Like I have a, that wide range of interests and I've always felt that way, especially when it came to like picking a career. I'm like, man, I could really do anything. Like I would enjoy this or I would enjoy that. And it kind of made my career search a little bit difficult because I, couldn't narrow down exactly what I wanted to do um and so I think i if there are other sevens out there that feel that same way gosh I'd love to to know that because that has definitely been interesting for me as I've been navigating my professional life with like having different interests and feeling like I could do many things um I don't know no
1: I I get that and I think that you do kind of teeter between the two but oh yeah in terms of other aspects of sevens that I know to be true of the people in my life that are sevens, um, they are definitely good friends. They're the friends like I said that you want around, and they're really enthusiastic they're well liked they're popular, like I said, they've got that contagious electric personality, and they're they're optimistic and upbeat, even if they are people who like to cover what they're going through that's hard with plans and happy things and exciting things, they still maybe take those hard things and look at them as a glass glass half full instead of half empty situation. And they're like, okay, well, this kind of stinks, but maybe tomorrow will be better.
0: Yeah. And there's one thing on here that I, I was so excited to mention. It mentions on here that sevens have a childlike enthusiasm and energy. And I think that's really the definition of what it means to be a Disney adult. Oh, for sure. That's I think it, exactly it is, because you're out. you're you're living in your adult life, but you are craving that feeling of childlike energy and child magic and like being in disney whether or not you grew up grew up going to disney or not it reminds you of those of the days where we had less responsibility and we could just enjoy what was around us and it's a good reminder of even as an adult as we have additional responsibilities and finances and who knows what that we can still return to a place of childlike energy. Yeah. And I think
1: too, if the main desire and core motivation of a seven is to live a life that feels um, fulfilled and satisfactory, Disney's customer service and their quality that they put forth ensures that every guest truly does have a satisfactory fulfilled visit and so I think it is like we said the theme park and maybe Disney specifically is the perfect place for a seven because not only do you feel like you've got tons of excitement and fun things to do but you leave satisfied because the care that Disney as a company and all the cast members put into your experience while you're there is always going to make you leave being like
0: dang that was an awesome day yeah I mean now I just want to go to Disney. I mean, let's go. Yeah, let's be a seven. Be spontaneous. <laughs> let's be a seven. Let's just go. Let's just drop everything. Book a flight. Head down to Orlando and experience that childlike energy again. Yes, definitely. Uh, I'm
1: in. No, I no am questions asked. So
0: in. So in. At all times. Don't have to. Don't even have to ask me. I will make that irrational or impulsive decision at any time.
1: The last trait that I specifically want to mention for sevens, which makes me laugh a little bit inside because I do think of my sister and people that I know that are sevens, but because of their desire to be satisfied, they're actually really poor decision makers because when they have a set of options in front of them, in their mind, it could be all of them. It could be any of them. Let's do all of them because I can't choose. Because what if option a is actually the one that leaves me feeling the most fulfilled but also what if it was b or c and i missed out on it so let's do all three so they're the ones that have a hard time making decisions (laughs) if you're in disney and it's like do you want to do this do you want to do that do you want to go here do you want to go there they're going to be like um i'm not sure because i don't want to make the wrong decision and end up not as happy as i could have been So I think that's really interesting about Sevens, too, is that they want to do all of the things. And so because they want to do all the things, they can't narrow down what it is they actually want because they're worried that they might miss out on something. I feel like
0: it would be a um quite a interesting trip if me and your sister were in Disney together. Oh my
1: gosh, you guys would be go go go. Oh my gosh, yes, let's go. Let's do it. That's what my sister I mean that's what my
0: bachelorette is. trip was like. Okay, we have to do this and then we have to do that and we have to go over here and we have to we, we can't we can't skip that. We got to we have to do that.
1: Like. So, this is a very seven moment <laughs> and I've mentioned this to other people before. I don't know if I've replayed the story for you, Court, but when we were planning for Courtney's Bachelorette, I sat with her and I said, "Okay, so obviously this is a quick trip. (laughs) There are a ton of us. I need to know what your must do's are so we don't miss them. Homegirl listed pretty much every attraction she was like okay we have to do rise, we have to do tower um we have to do rock and roller coaster um let's do space and mine train and big thunder um how about and like was literally listing every single like big hitter attraction and i was like okay i hope i can make this happen for you <laughs> and we actually got
0: a lot of that list done surprisingly we really
1: did hit almost everything
0: and i mean it was it was exhausting we had a very long Four parks, one day type of day. But it's like, I feel like going with Jed, he's like, let's just go to like a park or two. And I'm like, if we can fit all four, that would be great. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to miss a thing so if you ever want to come park hopping with me just be prepared i'll have the backpack that has all the items in it that we'll need for the entire day because i have the six and i have the preparedness but i also have the seven where i'm like we're going to check off every attraction in magic kingdom so and all the rest of the other parks so come join me Yes,
1: I... You can always count me to be in. I might be drained, but I'm also... I'll get so, you
0: some coffee. You'll be fine. Yeah. If you get me coffee, I'm totally good to go. I'll just make it a game. So then your Enneagram 3 wants to, like, win, mm. you know? And then scavenger it's like... Hunt. Scavenger hunt. And then you get the best of both worlds. I get the best of both worlds. This so. is
1: why... Another aside. This is why I love
0: all of the little scavenger hunts in Epcot because I do. Oh my gosh, like, that makes so much sense. I don't really care about the scavenger hunts Yeah,
1: I want to go around and I want to find them all. <laughs> like, yeah, I paid for this game. I want to
0: complete it. Give me the Completer cookie at the end. Like, see, I love that you love that because my mind is is like, okay, we're in Epcot. No time for scavenger hunts. Must be at attractions. Cannot miss out. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, I I don't. I
1: like to have a variety, but whenever it specifically comes to the Epcot scavenger hunts I'm always
0: the sucker that will buy both 1099 maps I love that I love that for you that's so good okay all right is there anything else that we want to mention about type sevens before we move into maybe some Disney characters that fit this type I think we've
1: covered it I think that sevens generally are enthusiastic zest of life people and um they might have some hardships just like anyone else. We've talked about strengths and struggles. Strengths um, and struggles, And I think their struggle is maybe when they do find a moment of um, boredom or pain and they're experiencing something that's hard in life and they don't... Um, it's maybe not that they don't know how to process it, but they don't want to process it because they want to just be having fun. Um, sometimes maybe it's hard to find complete healing or true healing in in moments of real hurt for them um, whenever they are wanting to just, okay, well, let's forget about this thing that's making me upset and go do something that's fun.
0: Yeah. I mean, I think sevens sometimes need a reminder that it's okay to self-reflect, to not be afraid of that because there, there really is a lot of healing that comes with looking inward sometimes and spending time alone kind of experiencing what is happening around you and not masking that up. So just an encouragement for you sevens. Take some time today or this week to sit down and reflect on how's my week been this week? How am I feeling? Where's my heart at? Because um, sometimes I feel like sevens just keep themselves so busy, but the feelings will catch up with them at some point. It's almost like filling up a Bottle and the cap bursts, and all the emotions come out. To prevent having that that bursting moment, check in with yourself weekly, um, so that you can feel healthier all around. That's just my my tip of the day. I love that tip. Thanks. Well, let's talk about some Disney characters. I'm sure you guys are probably thinking of some right now. We want to um, share the ones that we were able to research, and then share the ones that you guys submitted. So, who do we have on our list for Disney characters?
1: Well, there are actually a good bit of characters that we had on this list that oh we yeah. were able to think of. Disney obviously loves a good enthusiast in their storyline, somebody to keep it interesting, somebody maybe to stir the pot a little bit when you think everything's going just fine. And then the seven says, oh, let me try this over here. And then maybe it makes the plot of the story a little more interesting. Um, but let's just start off with, we've already talked about Punzi. There, have. there is a 6-7 lean with Punzi, I think, and so Rapunzel's one we have on our list, but there's another princess we have on our list.
0: Ooh, we have Miss
1: Ariel. Ariel is def- definitely a, um, she, she's a zest of life person in the sense that she is a mermaid, she lives underwater, she's a princess, but there's still something out there that she's wondering if it would make her happier, and she's willing to do anything and everything to see if that Life that she is dreaming of is actually better than the one that she has.
0: Yeah, she sees that life above water and she has extreme FOMO. And she's like, okay, how going I figure out how to be up there? I've got to, I've got to do this. I'm going to risk potentially not ever seeing my family ever again. Like she literally is like, I'm going to put everything on the line to experience all what life has to offer and see if the life that I'm currently living is the one that I want to continue in, or if I want something else. She has that curious mind. I mean, you see that with all of her, like things that she collects, all of her thingamabobs. So she definitely is a hard seven. Agreed. I think any, Enneagram um,
1: descriptor or thing out there that shows Disney type sevens has Ariel listed as a seven definitely there are some characters that go between other numbers but Ariel has always been a seven
0: yes okay my next one I'm kind of excited about I did not see this online but I thought of it personally was Peter Pan he definitely has that obviously he doesn't want to grow up he has that childlike energy and he's seeking adventure and and trying to literally take children to also have them experience adventure so I can see how he's a seven for sure Definitely. I think
1: he's like, you know, he's he's the enthusiast getting Wendy and her brothers to literally jump out of their window and go somewhere they've never been. He's like, come on, it's great. And they're like, wow, you seem really exciting. Okay. Yeah. And so... You're basically kidnapping us.
0: Cool. Okay.
1: <laughs> yes. I think that Peter Pan is a good seven. I um, have a similar character on this list that when I think about sevens, this character came to mind and I... Love thinking about Jack Sparrow as oh my gosh, that's the seven. That's amazing. He is definitely seeking satisfaction and fulfillment in life he doesn't want to be bored he's always got something that he's doing if he reaches that point of like oh i got the black pearl back i think i'm satisfied but no it's never enough he's got to be seeking the next thing and always wanting to just be enjoying
0: life and not dealing with his problems absolutely some other notable sevens that we found online or thought of ourselves were tigger naveen and emperor kuzco anything to mention on those three I think they're all characters that are,
1: like, happy-go-lucky, just living in the moment. Naveen is that charming prince that comes to, um, I guess, New Orleans and is just wanting to experience all the things there, even though he comes from a different country. Um, And Tigger is that fun friend that's like, whoa, let's go out. Let's go have some fun, guys. And maybe not on the side of, like, Piglet and Eeyore who are worried or thinking about negative things. He's always positive and happy. Um, And then Emperor Cusco is definitely, like, that zest
0: of life, got to experience it all and live my best life kind of character. Okay. Uh, We have another character on here that we have a question mark next to. Leia. Princess Leia. Yeah, so I I think Leia could be a type 7,
1: but she also has... I think, elements of other characters, um, other, sorry, not other characters, other numbers in her. And so I don't know if seven is her strongest number, but I think that she has elements of a seven.
0: Yeah, I I can absolutely see that. She definitely is seeking adventure and doesn't want to miss out on things. So I can definitely see that but we'd love to know what do you guys think do you guys think princess leia is a seven let us know we want we want to hear your opinion for sure okay what are the last three we have we have so many characters for this type okay well i think that um
1: we've talked about some characters from inside out but bing bong he is just bing, bong, bing, you're. Bong. We're gonna have fun. We're not gonna deal with our problems. Let's just imagine and think about all the good things. Um, but he does end up having a pretty sweet character arc, and you know, <laughs> I
0: cry. I can't. I can literally cannot watch that scene without bawling my eyes out. I know.
1: Um, but he is somebody who is that like exciting friend that you are attracted to and want to hang out with because yeah. he's just wanting to have a lot of fun. Oh, definitely. Um, and then another, um, personal favorite on this list for me would be Troy Bolton. <laughs> Troy, Troy, right now <laughs>
0: I can the breathe. Oh, that's good. <laughs> um,
1: Troy is that well-liked popular guy and sevens tend to be good at several things because they do seek out is this thing the right thing for me that brings me the most joy or is it this activity and so Troy's good at basketball and he's good at theater and singing and he doesn't know which one's going to make him happier and he has that internal decision making struggle of a seven where he's good at both but he doesn't know which one's going to make him happy and um wants to just get the most out of life so he does both I
0: love that yes I love me some Troy. (laughs) <laughs> good old trolling. Oh, I'm never going to be able to like, get over that. That's so good. Okay, our last character is Tarzan.
1: I, I like Tarzan as a seven, even though I think he's a little bit of a mystery because we don't get a ton of... Um, verbal cues from him on like what he's always feeling but I think that he is when he sees that there are humans like him he's very curious he wants to try all the things that Jane wants him to try and wants her to come and experience his life too and then he does have that struggle of am I going to be happier staying with my family which are the gorillas or am I going to be happier going to London with Jane which one do I choose and ends up kind of struggling um, with knowing what makes him happy Happiest, but wants to try everything that's at hand
0: man that's a good list of Disney characters right there
1: yeah shout out to the sevens for being really strong in these Disney movies
0: <laughs> for sure okay so we did ask you guys a few questions one of those questions was what Disney character do you relate most to and why when with being a type seven so we wanted to share some of those responses so our gal Gina said probably Anna for her excited outlook on most things I know Anna's typically I mean she's typically typically type as a, sometimes a two.
1: Anna is one that I've seen for several numbers as well. So she, a lot of characters,
0: we've always said that- Anna and Belle, they're just all over the show.
1: Yeah, they're very versatile people, like you said, Court. And um, I think that I can see Anna as a seven, especially with her relationship with Hans of like, I want to be in love. Let's get married. Oh my gosh, let's do it. Yeah, definitely. Like spontaneous and- not necessarily processing, um, some negative things, uh, that might be
0: like red flags and Hans. He, she's just like, yeah, I want to do it. Let's get married. Yeah. I mean, definitely. So also Kelsey from last weekend co we mentioned her earlier. Um, she said Moana feeling trapped by expectations.
1: That's an interesting one. We see Moana listed a lot as a type one, um, which i don't always know that i feel like moana is a type one um i think moana can actually be a type eight as well and we'll talk more about that in our next episode but if she were an eight she could lean seven and so i could see where um this moana relation um for kelsey plays a part
0: Yeah, definitely. And then Lauren said Rapunzel. She wants to live and go and experience. Like we said earlier, Rapunzel is definitely a character that teeters between the six and the seven types. Yes. And Taylor said Rapunzel Rapunzel as as well. Well, Yes. Okay. All right. So our other questions that we asked you guys were, what's your favorite part of being this type and what is something you wish others understood about your type? I mentioned this before, but I love the second question because I think it's very important for us to better understand those around us that are these different types. And sometimes we can go into, um, I guess the way that we approach different people with different stereotypes or ways that we think that, you know, one, two, three, or five, six, or seven, eight, or nine should be. And... I just like that this kind of gives us a little bit of an insight to sevens that maybe we don't realize, so that's why we wanted to ask that question. But let's kick it off with favorite part of being a seven. So our friend Gina
1: said that people usually have a positive perception of this type, which is true. You think of sevens as your fun, loving, exciting friends, and
0: that is definitely how I view a seven. Yes. And Kelsey said, spontaneous adventures create the best memories, and I come up with crazy ideas constantly. I love this that plays into that head part of the type seven of just constantly trying to think of a new
1: idea something exciting and fun to do with your time Um, and Lauren said she loves when people know she's a seven so that she doesn't have to explain her personality and how
0: extra she is yeah that's a good one I like that a lot and then Taylor said I love my spontaneity and zest to try new things these are the people that you want to be around where it's like I kind of want to step outside my comfort zone sevens are like don't you worry I will take you and I will run you out of your comfort zone (laughs) yes i i really appreciate this about sevens because for me
1: personally um In my personality, I like to stick to things that I know I'm good at um, and make sure that I'm comfortable when it comes to seeking success. If I try something that I could fail at, it really scares me. So sevens are really great at pulling that out of their friends and family to say, hey, let's try this anyway. Who cares
0: what happens? Definitely. Okay. So that was kind of it for the favorite part of this type. Now we're going to move on to what is something you wish others understood about your type?
1: Yes, I love this question so much. Gina said... um,
0: No, Kelsey said... Sorry, Kelsey said (laughs) that not all sevens are loud and wild. Yes, man, that's really good because I think sevens are often perceived that way, that they're just the really outgoing, bubbly, like... Extroverted people that sometimes don't have the opportunity to kind of like slow down and be a little quieter, which I think that's just false. I think that sevens have that versatility to be able to have both sides of that personality. Definitely. Just because you're having fun and excited doesn't mean that you're loud and wild doing it. Right. Right. Okay. Lauren said, I can deal with heavy emotions and feelings. I understand it's not all rainbows and butterflies. I think that's good to note too. And
1: I think that we've, like we've talked about with sevens, maybe busying themselves rather than dealing with hard emotions and heavy things. Um, But I think that sevens understand and they know um, what those hard things are and just don't want to let those things in because it might... um, put a little bit of a damper on their glass half full mentality. Yeah, definitely. And then what's our last response here? Taylor said that um, she really hates conflict and please don't try to argue with her because she'll just shut down.
0: Mm, that's really that's really good to know. I think this question does really help us see um, the things about Sevens that maybe you don't see online and um, these are the ways that we get to know these people deeper.
1: Yeah, I think that whenever you understand the motivations the desires the fears of the close people around you you're better able to love them the way that they need to be loved in order to create the most um, healthy and fulfilling relationships that you could possibly have
0: definitely okay why don't we end our time together with a Disney trip tip for sevens and people traveling with sevens I love this segment. I think it's important to know your
1: personality when you're going to Disney because it can be overwhelming and a little bit chaotic. So we love giving these trip tips to try to help give you your personal best Disney trip. And so for type 7s, like we've talked about before, you don't have to experience it all. Don't feel like if you don't do every single thing in Disney World total that it's not going to be a fun, fulfilling, satisfactory trip. There's so much to try and do. And so our secondary tip off of that is create a list, do your top five, your top 10, whatever it might be. Um, so that that excitement and planning, you can ponder on that and anticipate it in your mind and know that you can easily check those top 10 off your list and feel like you did actually get to do that fulfilling satisfactory trip.
0: Yeah. And if you're like me and you send over your must-do list and it's basically every attraction in the parks, (laughs) maybe um, send that list and then give yourself a day or two and then revisit that list and say, is it realistic for me to accomplish all of these things? Are there other things that I could potentially remove from this list or lower my expectation? Because... I think that has been very helpful for me when it comes to Disney trips being like, okay, this ride might be closed or might be down, you know, for maintenance when I'm there. Or um, we might get a later start to our day than we expected. I have to be able to be flexible to let go of the expectation that I'm going to accomplish all the things and just be like, you know what? I'm in Disney World. This is amazing. I'm enjoying my time here. And that's all that matters. Absolutely.
1: I love getting to go through these different personality types with you guys and with Court, of course, and getting through all the way to type seven is crazy. I can't wait to see what eight and nine have in store for us, but before we close things out just like our trip tips are always brought to you by kelly our podcast is sponsored by the wonderful kelly's magical vacations we wouldn't be here without her love and support and so if you are ready to book that perfect disney trip then certainly head to the link in our instagram bio and you can connect with kelly to get planning for free today
0: small shop shout-out.
1: It's a shop that we want to shout out. Don't worry. It won't be
0: long. (laughs) Alright, that was... That, I was going to go gonna, with like doubt or yeah, pout, I See, I saw where you were snout. going. The jingle started strong, but I then know. it really just. I blah, 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 was like, the word I picked doesn't have anything it's to all right. rhyme. It's all right. We are pushing on. We are continuing with our small shop shout out. And <sighs> we're really excited for today's small shop shout out. I, I just realized I could have said we've got some things we want to tell you about. Oh, okay. Uh, about rhymes yeah. without. Yeah. Okay. All right. All right. Next Delayed. time. Maybe next Delayed. time. Okay, so today, small shop, we have our own Kelly that we just mentioned from Kelly's Magical Vacations. She has her own small shop and it's called Karma and Kismet. And man, I, we, you have a couple of products from Kelly. I also have a few as well. Why don't you share what Kelly does as her small shop? So, Kelly is an incredible
1: human. Kelly is a type one. We love our type ones out there. They're organized, they're on top of it. And Kelly is a jack of all trades when it comes to exercising her talents. She started Karma and Kismet, I think, before she even started her travel agency business. And so, for her, doing graphic design is something she loves to do. She's so artistic. Um, she used to do a draw of the month where she would draw these characters and, any. Anyway, Way. she's very creative and artistic and she has transformed those passions into products for you, whether it's something that's physical in your hand or something that's digital too. Um, but I have a notepad. And a journal that are both made by her, and um, they have Disney flair to it. One, the notepad says, have a magical day, and it has a bunch of Mickey balloons on it. I use it daily, literally. And then the notebook that I have says, if you can dream it, you can do it. And it's meant to be something to put all of my big, big sky ideas in. And I love using both of them.
0: Yes, you definitely need to give her a follow on social media. It is K-A-R-M-A-N k-i-s-m-e-n-t karma and kismet but guys thanks so much for hanging out with us today and spending more time with us on this disneyagram journey we are coming closer to the end but don't worry there are still more fun castle chat content in the works for the rest of 2023 we can't wait to share it all with you but for now we will leave you with what we always leave you with which is there's a great big beautiful tomorrow out there waiting for you
1: go make it magical see you real soon bye guys bye, bye.